Welcome to 420 and 3Xs. It's the Smoke Show Podcast. I'm your host, Smokey, bringing you the realest conversations that we source live from you, our fans and listeners. This Smoke Show is a collaboration of hard work, our tough conversations, and global support. I direct the boat while you, the listeners, lift our sails and choose our final destination. We like to get real. We like to be vulnerable. We like to talk about real situations and relatable problems, interesting topics, and things that aren't often on the table for general conversation. I hope that you'll join us either live on our YouTube stream or later on on your favorite podcast platform when you have the chance. Get all our information at our website, smokylive.com. But while you're here, why don't you roll one up, kick up your feet, take a deep breath. We've created a safe space where you can come, relax, get cozy, and really be yourself. Find a space where you can open your mind, share your heart, and get ready to dive deep. It's my hope that these conversations we share will help each of us to create a better relationship and connection with ourselves and with each other. So let's get ready for the topic of the week. Let's go! Well, hey guys, what's up? We are back at 420 and 3X's The Smoke Show Podcast. Today, we are talking about a touchy topic (laughs) called being triggered. Triggered. (laughs) This is a word that gets thrown around a lot um, in pop culture and just on the media and, you know, different social networks. But I reached out to some of my friends in the Snapchat and asked and had some really interesting conversations with you guys. Again, as always, no surprise there. Um, And I wanted to really reflect on them today. So overall, all of my friends on there are overwhelmingly supportive. You guys really make each day super fun, very interesting. And in just the dynamic of society and interaction, um, you know, in, since 2020, it's hard to really get in person and have in-person relationships and friendships like we used to back in the day. <laughs> I know I sound old saying that and I feel old saying that. But like for real, when we were in high school, when we were growing up, um, it was most of us were before the internet or the beginning of the internet, if you are my age. I guess I'm dating myself right now. Oh my God. (laughs) Don't hold this against me. But for real, we were meeting up places. We were going to the mall to hang out with friends and like talk to boys or, you know, just have some kind of social life. Or we were going to all of the sports games at our high school, which there's a lot less of that going on these days, at least in my area. I don't know how everyone's been impacted, but, you know, there's not really as many arcades. There's not the same. um, People would get together in just community groups, youth groups, church functions, and you really just got to know each other in person. But post-2020 and post-internet, this has all changed quite a bit. And I think that that has a huge effect on the way that we interact with one another and the way we defend ourselves, the way we define ourselves, um, and the way that we defend our beliefs. So being triggered is a more current term (laughs) than it was, you know, when I was in high school or growing up. Um, So I asked you guys really what being triggered is to you or what are some triggering topics or situations. And um, a few of you submitted in the audio clips, which is awesome. If you are 
interested or have a question or want to answer a question, check in the information of this podcast. In our description, there is a link for messages. So you can directly submit an audio message that I will feature in the podcast like I'm going to today, or you can reach out via Snapchat and let me know your thoughts there, and I can also get you into the show. So (laughs) without further ado, we're going to dive right in. So, hey, Uh, uh, one of my triggers, I guess, is... This is silly, but it's like I always get like upset at the drugstore when I gotta pick up stuff and I like medicine, <clears throat> and I know that like they're gonna mess it up and they always mess it up or it's like not there or I don't know. I just like get so upset and it's like I know I shouldn't and I like know they're gonna mess it up. So I'm like I already know it's gonna be bad. But like I still get upset, so I don't know. That's one one of my big ones lately anyway. This is such a valid, valid point. And I think that um, we can all kind of relate to something like this, where like it's something you already know is going to happen. So you're like already ready. Like you're already raw. You're already just like ready to go. Because as soon as you pull up, you know they're going to fuck it up. So it's going to start your day wrong, right? And like in hindsight, thinking about it, situations like that, if you already know that it's going to take six hours at the DMV, like you should probably plan your day around it, right? Or if it's going to be like an extra three hours in traffic when you're passing through Boston, cough, cough, (laughs) then maybe you should plan for it, right? And I think that's the irritating part because that's what we kind of say to ourselves. Like, I should have known. I should have planned for it. So it's like a compound issue. Like, you already know what's going to happen. So you're just like, you know, you've got your finger on the trigger already. And then it's that frustration with yourself. Like, I already knew. Why is this bothering me if I already knew? And it seems so silly. But those types of things are incredibly irritating. I find that if that's the case, I try to um, be nice to myself. It sounds like the silliest thing because really when we're triggered, we take it out on other people. But generally, we're upset with something inside of us like... I didn't plan this well enough, or I should have been ready for this, or I should have called beforehand. And we take a lot of the the brunt um, in those situations. So I find that, and I'm not perfect at this because Lord knows I'm easily triggered too with certain topics, but I find that um, in those moments, if I just start self-talking in a more compassionate way, I tend to be more outwardly compassionate, or it just kind of dampens the trigger (laughs) it makes it it dilutes it a little bit or makes it a little bit easier um but that's a great one let's let's see what's next let me hear trigger of mine would be like i hate when people lie lying really get irks my nerve it's a trigger or like people that play around too much you know what i'm saying like i'm not in mood and they're just playing that's so annoying it's like a trigger like i instantly get mad like, I hate it. Like, it's so annoying. What else triggers me? Um, That's pretty much it. People bumping into me. Like, if we're walking and you keep bumping into me, 
like stop bumping into me. It's like little things trigger me. Oh man, here we go with one of our favorite topics already on this podcast. Lying, dishonesty, it sucks. <laughs> it's pretty unanimous. Come on, let's be honest. Like really, that's what it comes down to. Dishonesty is so triggering. When you know that somebody is lying to your face or playing games, quote unquote, um, ugh. It's just like you're wasting my time. And my problem is when somebody lies to me, it doesn't just mean that they're lying. There's like an actual reason why it offends me. And I think it's probably similar for other people. For me, when somebody is lying to me, I take it as a direct insult that they think I'm not intelligent enough to distinguish or decipher the truth. It's just a flat out insult. You're calling me stupid, thinking that you can do this and I'm going to buy it, right? Like that's just so annoying. The other thing is, is it wastes my time. This is the capital crime in my social circle. If you waste my time, you are like dead to me. <laughs> I cannot take that because I think time is something, it's a, such a valuable resource um, that it's not to be like handed out freely or disregarded or, you know, and I have a real hard time with people that commit to something or say they're going to do something or are promising something in the future or are baiting me to believe that it's going to be a certain way. And then all of a sudden they change their mind. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Lying is not cool. Um, dishonesty is not cool. Open communication is the way to go because it will irk our nerves. It just doesn't work out. But to know the reasons why lying triggers you can help prevent the triggers. For me, I got to understand, like, this person may not value their time like I do. They, they probably do not. If they're not valuing mine, then they're not valuing their own. So to get upset at them or to get upset at the situation, it's going to happen, but like it's still futile. And it's just, it's one of those things where it gives a red flag. It totally throws a red flag. It says to me, okay, this has happened once. It's likely to happen again. And if they don't care about my time, then they don't care about my resources. And if they don't care about my resources, they're not considering me at the full depth or my full value. So for me, I take it personally. <laughs> um, I'd love to hear why lying offends or triggers some of you guys. I think it's definitely a valuable or like a reasonable um, excuse, not excuse, but I guess a valid reason. It is a valid point to be triggered from dishonesty, especially when it comes from people that you love or are in your circle or that you're interested in trying to build a relationship with, et cetera, et cetera. It's just not worth it. Don't waste my time. Let's hear some others. So I once had a submissive that I was training and the guy she was with before was a complete psycho to the point where when I gave her a birthday present, she freaked out. She went off on me. What did you do wrong? How did you fuck up? What did you do wrong? So forth and so on. Because the only time he ever gave her a present was when he fucked up so bad that even he knew he had climbed. Now, this one I find particularly interesting. Um, now, I don't know how many people are fluent in BDSM, uh, but the general dominant submissive roles here. This is very psychological, um, and it happens very often. 
Now, whether the person who has been a victim of emotional manipulation or gaslighting or abuse or what have you, they may have just been out of a toxic relationship in general, um, the effects that that may have can bleed over into many areas of their life, including future partnerships. So in this instance, and this is something that I'm very familiar with, um, you know, being treated terribly in a certain situation by someone that you love or care about or are working with or a partner with, and they do it so often and they invade your boundaries so often and disregard your wishes so often that it gets to extremes and you begin to let it happen um, because it's normal. And then when it gets too serious and it's real bad, like the rest of the world knows it's bad too, the attacker, assailant, um, the predator, really, goes and tries to right their wrongs by gifting or love bombing this person. Um, now, when a victim or the recipient gets this love bomb, immediately it can cause PTSD. And this is because they know that they can't break free. So definitely, thank you for sharing that perspective because absolutely, this is a serious and a very um, prominent issue on the recipient's end or the receiving side of being triggered. So I want to kind of bring it and redirect it back to um, the general conversation about triggering activities. And, you know, I've gotten a, a couple different examples of the things that trigger you guys. Um, a lot of them are super relatable for me. <laughs> I think deep down we're all humans. So we have similarities, right? Um, but there are some people who get so incredibly upset and triggered by other people or the environment or things outside of their control or within their control. It really doesn't even matter. I guess the scope is so broad um, for reasons and trigger points for humanity. But the, the range of reactions and the range of how people handle that triggering is really the important part. That's It can go from being very well managed to you know, multiple murders, um, assassinations <clears throat> on school children and hospital patients, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why this conversation is so important to be having right now. Um, because there are ways, guys, there, this that might be like super shocking, <laughs> but there are ways to disagree with each other and still exist happily. <laughs> we can coexist despite our differences. And this isn't some peace and love bullshit. This is just grown up, manage your, your own shit. Um, it's me being real. Like we all have things that drive us nuts that climb under our skin. But there are ways to handle this. And if the way you're handling it isn't the way that you would, you know, advise your two or three year old or a two or three year old child um, to manage their behavior which sometimes it's super similar, then it's probably not admirable and it's not conducive to your adult life. <laughs> I mean, oh, people are getting so unbelievably upset over simple things. Here's a story I want to share. Um, <laughs> this is two friends of mine, my neighbors actually, um, we're around the same age, a great couple, super fun. They were leaving out of um, a New England town, the city of Boston. 
<laughs> and they have a couple different properties, but they just happened to be leaving out of the city to head home to one of them. And <clears throat> this woman who was just happening to, you know, follow them or whatever, she noticed that they had a license plate from a certain state, which I won't, I won't say, um, but it was a nearby New England state. And she got infatuated and like obsessed with the fact that their license plate said this state and she harbored some serious ill will against this place. So she like focused in on their car and began screaming on the highway, screaming at them, you know, fuck you, I hate your state, blah, 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 um, racial slurs, just hurling everything at these guys. She went as far as to shut down the highway, parking her car. They drove off of the, the highway after 20 minutes of her throwing things at their vehicle. Um, just, just insane, like really, really, really nuts. They got off an exit and she pursued them still. Um, now they, they had gone a good 50 miles at this point and this woman pursued them off the exit and proceeded to block the exit off. She had jumped in front of them and blocked the exit and started walking towards their car with a mag light flashlight. And she's screaming, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to fuck you up. I hate your fucking state, you piece of shit. Right? People are starting to like notice. This is like a problem now. <laughs> they are ready to call 911. But as I said, this was probably racially oriented. Um, unfortunately, just because of the things she was saying. So they just felt uncomfortable all around and just wanted to, to leave the scene. Um, so she had proceeded to rush their vehicle. She's throwing matches in their windows. I mean, it's just obscene. And she's clearly having some kind of a break. But she was triggered by their license plate. Now, they don't know this woman from Adam. And she probably doesn't even remember what happened, you know, um, luckily they were fine. They were safe. They got into, they were in their vehicle when she was out of hers. So they ended up kind of just sidestepping her and getting out of the way and heading home. Um, and they made it to the location they were going. So that is good, but it's just like a small example. You never know if the mag light flashlight could have been an actual handgun or, you know, what could have happened in this woman's day. We just never know. And it's like humans are just ticking time bombs at this point. So it's really important that if you can't agree, if you can't control yourself, if you can't um, guarantee that you're not going to put someone else's life in danger because you're upset, then you need to have some serious conversations um, with a professional, flat out, because there are ways to manage our behavior. And not all of us have been equipped in the proper way to handle or communicate those intense emotions. And if we grow, grew up in a volatile household or in a very rigid household or in a place where there was very little compassion or forgiveness or lots of structure, um, lots of discipline, we don't, th those kinds of uh, environments are not conducive to learning how to handle our triggers. They just aren't. Um, it's sad, but it's not part of a main curriculum and it's becoming a little bit more mainstream. Uh, to learn how to manage our emotions and identify them. But the key here, guys, is communication. When you're triggered, there's a reason there. There's a reason that we have that disagreement or that it irks your nerves so bad. 
And it's important that we figure those things out, but that we don't take them out on other people, no matter what. If you need to remove yourself or remove them, meaning like out of like an online circle or a network, then do that for your peace. No judgment. Who the fuck cares? It's about your peace and you need to protect that. But like to put yourself into a situation or to know that you are volatile or easily triggered is just irresponsible as a member of society. So if you know that you might be a little willy-nilly, then talk to someone. It needs to be a conversation that needs to be had because it's important. You're important. Your future is important and you matter. You matter to someone, to more than one person. You are important in this universe to at least one other human being. And I'm sure many, many, many more than that. So it's important that you communicate these feelings, that you get some assistance, um, whether it's just self-help, if it's accountability, if it's medication, if it's just somebody who's like, hey, I noticed you're starting to fly off a little bit and they help you just stay in line. But being triggered is really wild. Um, It really comes down to being okay enough with your own reality that no matter what anybody else says, it's not going to throw you off your game. It's not about being perfect or about being happy. It's about being okay with who you are and the way things are going. Even if you're not happy about them, you can accept them. Now, that doesn't mean you have to accept them without offering changes or working harder. But you can look at your reality and it won't be shaken by someone else's opinion. That's the ultimate goal. That is peace of mind. That is being grounded. Um, And that's the goal here, because if we can be that, then we're not easily triggered. So in the best sense, there were some people who disagreed with what I said. Um, And I welcome disagreements all the time. (laughs) I really, truly do. I enjoy the disagreements, open discussions. Um, Besides really this one episode um, in our communication online, there really hasn't been too many derogative derogatory, degrading, whatever the fuck the word is. (laughs) Um, There haven't been too many of those hurtful comments. It's gotten a little bit more difficult in the snap recently as people are trying not to communicate and instead they are reporting me. Now reporting me for the most recent was illicit drugs like I'm, I, they said something bizarre. Like I literally, y'all, I only post in the snap pictures of myself. <laughs> There's no pictures of my children. There are no pictures of anything. Like it's just my face. It's me. Um, it's usually me talking a lot like this. So people are just getting upset and triggered and trying to retaliate. It's important that we don't do those things. I know they're kind of like petty. Okay, if you want to be petty, I guess I can't say it's important that we don't do those things. Like, it's not. It does upset me. It does suck because, you know, I'm afraid to lose all of my friends in the snap. (laughs) Um, But it's petty. Dude, just say the thing. Don't be triggered. Don't get bitter and angry and have all those hateful conversations inside your brain. Just fucking say it. Think about it and say it. So um, there was a very uplifting, disagreeing um, person. (laughs) And for the sake of conversation, it ended up being a great conversation. He also dialed in and left a comment here that I want to share with you guys now. Personally, I enjoy hearing your 
thoughts and perspectives. I may not always agree with them, but I try to see where each person is coming from and understand why they would think or feel that way. It would have to be pretty extreme for me to dislike somebody for an opinion they may have, something like extreme hate towards a type of person or group of people, something like that. Not a big fan of that. Literally, this sums it up. This is the attitude to have. There are times and places to be really upset, to be righteously angry, to um, really have an unselfish fury. Something that's, you know, unjust or ethically, unethical or inhumane or um, just abusive or just whatever if it's low low if it's fucked up like it is your responsibility as a human to get upset (laughs) now i'm not saying to burn down buildings but like it's important that you feel and you tune in on that that's the human element it should be upsetting there are things that should be upsetting you know hate against people genocide people groups ideas sexes um orientation like anything like that if you're mad at somebody for being human or somebody's being hurtful because you're of your humanity like fuck that you know be progressive think of a way to respond to that to stop that obviously but being triggered about something really really stupid It's also human. It just doesn't need to be hurtful. And I think that's the key here. With so many horrible, horrible catastrophes and acts of terror and just this horrible loss of life over anger and resentment and bitterness and mental health and lack of awareness and lack of education and lack of funding. There are so, the the web, the web is too broad, too complex to nail it all out and solve it. It's bigger than just gun control and mental health reforms and all of these things. It's such a composite issue with so many different aspects to it. But deep down, we are all responsible for our own wellness. And if being triggered is something that you do not have on your charts as a responsible aspect or a respectful aspect of yourself, if you don't have the self-discipline to act accordingly, then that's something that I really encourage you to do. Because as always, there are eyes everywhere There are people everywhere. There are tons of people who see you all the time, who watch you, who you influence, um, who regard you. There is someone who loves everyone out there. And for their sake, it's important that you treat yourself with respect and with dignity and you keep yourself and your self-discipline at a necessary scope. So I just... I'm so thankful for everyone for tuning in. I'm so thankful for all of the differences that we do have as individuals. And I'm so glad that we can come together and really talk about it. As I said earlier, um, the Snapchat is being reported so much. And even though it all goes down in the snap, I'm also expanding new news. Yay, yay, announcement. I'm expanding to kick messenger and doing some kick lives. So that's kind of fun. Um, 
it seems to be a little bit more conducive to what we do and the conversations we have. So it's a lot of fun if you want to tune in um, on Cake Live. You can follow me there. Um, on Cake, my name is the same as here. So you can find me with Smoke Show 420. Actually, I'm sorry, in Kick, it's S M K E S H W. There's no O's at all. Smoke Show 420. Um, you skip the O's in Kick. And then I also uh, have started a WhatsApp. So that's a little bit more for the people who want that one-on-one chat. Um, I have expanded there and it is under Smoke Show 420. The O's are zeros. Um, and then I still do have the snap, the Snapchat Smoke Show 420 SM0KESH0W420 Smoke Show 420 um, where you can reach in. I will not be posting as much in the story there just because of the way that you guys be acting. <laughs> if I'm being honest it's a lot of fun but it sometimes it isn't so I'm going to be expanding to some other broader horizons so catch me if you can and until next time thanks for the conversation stay calm stay cool and be compassionate thanks so much guys Thanks again, guys, for tuning in and joining us for the Smoke Show podcast. Super grateful for another episode and for each one of you, not only the current listeners, but the people who come in on stream, who bring their ideas, their stories, their insight, the people who check in and encourage each other between episodes, and for my moderator team, who keeps us a safe space when we're recording and keeps the show running long after the cameras are off. It's my hope that you guys can take a little something from this, reach out, interact, and build better connections with yourselves and each other. You guys are the realist and the reason that I'm doing this. And I assure you that I am learning far more from you than you are from me. So your knowledge and your presence is invaluable. If you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you have hit the favorites. Save us so that you can come back and revisit or come and see and check out future episodes. If you'd like to join us live on stream, join us on YouTube or on my other streaming platforms each week. You can find the details at smokylive.com. S-M-O-K-E-Y-L-I-V-E.com. Find me there and you can ask me direct questions. You can find our Instagram, updates on the latest contests, the news, and upcoming episodes. Thanks again, guys. Until next week. 